This is Actualize Freedom. Straight talk on growing clicks and conversions on Amazon FBA from people doing it every day. Now here's your host, digital marketing acrobat, Danny Kenji Carlson. What's up, guys? Danny Carlson here with the Actualize Freedom Podcast. And if you're thinking about starting a Shopify store, then this is going to be a really awesome, super actionable, quick episode. What are the best plugins? What is the best theme? Like, what is basically the software stack that you're going to need that you can either set up yourself or pass off to a developer to get your Shopify store set up the right way? There's so many different options out there. And rather than spending time just screwing around with the different tools and trying something and realizing it doesn't work or it actually really sucks and doesn't do what it promises, we have Shopify expert on the call with us here today. How's it going, Derek? Hey, yeah, um, I, I, I dinked around and tried to figure this out on my own. So learn from what I did so that you don't have to do it yourself. You will still have to do some tinkering and, and kind of uh, figure out the tools and figure out what works best for you. But definitely I, can, I, I get a lot of people started in the right direction when it comes to their tech stack and how to integrate everything into Shopify. Awesome. So maybe a good place to start is, you know, Shopify is based on themes that they have a lot of the site just set up for you already. Do you recommend people choose a specific theme or maybe a specific um, set of themes to go off to get the Shopify store started? Yeah. And I mean, always kind of everything kind of depends on your budget, how serious you are with your business. And I think, you know, as we, we talked, we're talking to Amazon sellers that are making really good money and want to transition into it. So I do recommend making the upfront investment into a paid theme. I mean, I'm talking 200 bucks. It's not a big deal. And those are one-time purchases as well. Um, there's two kind of uh, different sites that are the big ones in the space. They actually merge together. It's out of the sandbox and pixel union. And between them, they have a lot of different theme choices. Themes are really just like a preset CSS, some simple coding in the background so that you don't have to custom build some widgets, some tools, some like drop down menus and some basic stuff. So everything else is customizable. And technically you could take one theme and really customize it all the way over to the other end of the spectrum if you wanted. But a couple of uh, ones that I really like are Turbo uh, from Out of the Sandbox. There's one called Responsive. Obviously, we're thinking about mobile-first uh, builds when we're thinking about a store these days. And, um, and, and there's another one that's maybe a little more uh, design-oriented if you're going for like a highbrow design called Retina. Uh, but there's a ton of other themes. You just go to either of those sites and browse through um, their selection and kind of look for something that that resonates with you just knowing that like, okay, the brand colors are interchangeable. Like I can change the widgets and stuff like that. But like, this is how the page layout will work. This is how the, uh, it will look on mobile and how we will move to cart to checkout. Um, that's another big one is like, is it a pop-up side cart or is the cart in a separate page? Or maybe it's not a cart, it's a bag or a heart. Some of those minor things that just kind of get you started on the wrong foot. So you don't have to hire a developer to, to sort it all out. Oh, perfect. And can you just recap what those two websites are? We'll put those in the show notes, but for those who are listening right now. Yeah, outofthesandbox.com and pixelunion.com. Both, both really good places to start when you're looking for um, a new Shopify theme. Awesome. Beautiful. And we live in a day and age where there's tons of great software plugins that we can put into our store for things like capturing people's emails or, you know, doing some really crazy stuff, to be honest. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of it works really well and a lot of it can be kind of garbage, you know, like 
people have mixed opinions on, oh, the spin, spin to win wheel to capture someone's email. And I've seen yeah. you know, people get good results with that, but it's probably not right for every, every niche as well, right? So what do you recommend as far as uh, Shopify plugins that people would use in their store? Yeah, and you, you are going to need a, a starting stack. Shopify is the like wireframe of a good store, but then you have a lot of tools that are built on Shopify, which is great because what that means is they're custom built to fully integrate into all of the e-commerce components of Shopify. And that becomes really important for communicating across apps, uh, for setting up abandoned cart sequences and all that stuff. And that's what's really the reason you're going to like move, let's say, off of Amazon onto Shopify is going to be to grow a list and grow a brand uh, around your product, your product experience. And so one of the first things you're going to need is kind of an email service provider or an omni-channel service provider. So you can go one of two routes. Klaviyo is the market leader in email service providers for Shopify. But there's another tool called OmniSend, which is uh, skyrocketing growth right now. And it doesn't just do email. It does SMS, Messenger, and push notifications. And so having all of those done and under one roof is really cool. But some brands might not care about that other functionality. So they might want to go the Klaviyo route. So that, this is your first choice. Um, those are the two big ones. There are other players in the market. But I really like the idea of choosing between that maybe best-in-class Klaviyo option versus the, no, I actually want four channels on one platform and I know that I'll use those channels. So yeah, well, let's just talk about really that for a second too. It's like, I personally use Klaviyo and it is, it makes things very, very simple, specifically if you're using Shopify. If you're not specifically using Shopify, there's definitely better softwares out there. But if you're specifically using it for e-commerce, it has lots of things built into it, like abandoned cart and just a whole bunch of things that are e-commerce specific. Um, I personally really love Active Campaign, but it's pretty advanced, right? There's lots of like really crazy technical stuff you can do with it. And if all you're doing is Shopify, all you need is something like Klaviyo that's specifically built for that that makes Shopify way easier than Active Campaign ever could. Even though Active Campaign is powerful enough to do everything that Klaviyo will do, it um, it's more difficult to get set up and I think it's more expensive too. So I just wanted to iterate that. There's a million options for email marketing, but Klaviyo, if you're doing only Shopify e-commerce, is probably a great option. Yeah, and that's exactly the difference is that they have these templates. Both Klaviyo and OmniSend have um, dozens of templates. So it's like two clicks to set it up and then you might change the brand colors and your logo, maybe change the wording a little bit, but it actually even suggests, you know, the timing sent for your abandoned cart sequence or your post-purchase follow-up or your tracking notifications or your uh, even your sales campaigns, right? And so it's, it's definitely both are more advanced than a MailChimp, which I don't recommend unless you have a, like a flat, stagnant, small dollar business, like doing under 10K a month and it's never going to grow, then MailChimp could be fine for you. But if you're serious about growing a brand and growing that connection, then I think those are the two players to consider. Awesome. Yeah. So I think, I think you're right. That would be the most important thing. Get the email list set up. What do you recommend as far as capturing people's emails? I know there's different tools you can use to help with that. I mean, Klaviyo, they, they have their own pop-up boxes and stuff you could just put straight onto the website, but do you recommend that people use something else to help with the email captures? Yeah, and they are behind me. Privy is, is a great pop-up tool. Justuno is another one. They really up in the background of the podcast velocity. as well as on the Shopify store. Boom. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, yeah. The, um, 
Clavio's built-in pop-up tool could be fine. OmniSend is a built-in pop-up tool as well. Most email service providers have some sort of basic pop-up tool. But as you hit about 10,000 visitors a month on your site, you're really going to want to segment offers by product category or A-B test different types of offers or figure out, should I offer a free gift or 10% off, right? Like these end up becoming big deals if you can double, you know, go from a 1% conversion rate to email to 2%, right? Because those actually lead to down the funnel uh, conversions. And so that's when it gets complicated. You need a more robust tool, which could be a Privy. It could be a Just Uno. Those are both um, really good at, again, segmenting and personalizing the offers based on the user, their behavior, and the site and, and, and kind of your, your core business, you know, men versus women if you're, you know, selling um, baby clothes or, or boys versus girls or something like that, you know. And so, so yeah, we, we can collect email information that way. We could also give up on email and collect phone numbers first. So that's actually an option. And so if we're doing SMS, we could go phone first. There's um, definitely a few great SMS tools are SMS Bump and Postscript or OmniSend again is like all in one. And then you're doing more text follow-up sequences and, and engaging people that way. So it's, it's not just about the email, but it's about some form of personally identifi identifiable information that's going to build a relationship that, you know, you know that John Smith is being engaged on on this channel, whoever it is, right? You know, you know that they're in conversation with your brand and you're continuing to grow a relationship with them. Yeah, and I just want to say something about SMS there as well. For everyone whose eyes just glazed over to like, who does SMS marketing, like texting, that's so old school. Everybody that wants work. money does SMS marketing. It freaking <laughs> works. Like I just had lunch with a bunch of my dropshipping e-commerce friends. Um, like I'm not super into the dropshipping world, so I don't really know what's going on. But like they were telling me the numbers that they have on their SMS follow-ups. Uh, one of them, he's, he's doing uh, eight figures in sales and he just has a basic, he's using SMS bump to send basic abandoned cart reminders and just absolutely crushing it. The open rates are like 90% or something ridiculous and it's insanely profitable. It pays like one or two cents per SMS message and the return on ad spend on something like that is just like, you can't beat it. It's, it's totally like unbeatable. $23 for every one cent you spend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it can be really good. Um, the, and it's another way to funnel your users from a channel like Amazon to uh to your own list to building your own brand and i think you know as you think about building your brand you know that you need maybe a product insert or some some sort of card and i know there's limitations on what you can do with amazon products but like you know adding something to your packaging like text this number to join or whatever it is that you can do there are a few kind of product instilled brand components that you might be able to uh, get away with bringing that user off of this like, you know, not you owned channel over to your e-commerce store where you can start to own the relationship. And so I think SMS is a little easier than email in that case. Oh, absolutely. And that's something that every Amazon seller really should be testing. If they're not, don't just put up one product insert and then just as done, I got my product insert. If you can increase the conversion rate of, from your Amazon customers to your email list somehow with a product insert that performs, you know, 2% better, that's a lot of emails that are going to become your Shopify customers, you make more margin, you can sell more products. Um, so in that case, if they do want to do an SMS opt-in, would that be, uh, which software exactly would that be that would be powerful enough to do that? Uh, both SMS Bump and Postscript and OmniSend. There's another one called Octane AI, which specializes in both Messenger and SMS. And that's kind of an interesting one. Um, those are the major players. 
in the Shopify space, I would say. There are others like I Am Power and Attentive that are like f for lots of different e-commerce brands and maybe a little more upmarket um, solutions. Um, and there, there's a new one also, which is called SMS Live, which is just abandoned cart emails. So it doesn't really work in this case for sellers. Yeah, the, uh, as usual, a lot of these landscapes have a lot of players in them. And so like taking a step back, um, you're, you're going to want to identify, you know, in order to identify which ones are best for you, start with like your resources on hand, your actual goals. So in this case, we're saying taking people from like reading a package insert to an email or to, an, to, a, to texting something. So it's got to be text this number, this keyword in order to enter into some sort of giveaway or something like that. And so start with that specific functionality and then start looking for the tools that support it and be really careful when you're listening to like sales reps or on demo calls about people saying, Oh, we'll do that eventually. Or, you know, that's not a, we don't really do that or that's not for us. Or, or I hear this one a lot. Oh, usually we're dealing with uh, people who have a larger list than you. Well, that means they're probably too enterprise. You're going to overpay for like what you need right now. Right. And so like, those are the cues you listen to to figure out if this tech is right for you. Because the generic advice I give you today is only, only as good as like just giving you the preliminary landscape uh, outline. And so we want to just think about how to best find the right tools for ourselves. Yeah, that's a great framework right there. And we're coming up towards the end here. Are there any other tools other than what you just mentioned that you really think people should be using? Things that you've just seen really great results for that you can just really vouch for these tools? Yeah, oh, I, the list can go on. You're going to need a review tool. So um, a, like a looks, a, um, why am I, a judge me are two of the big review tools in the space. That way you're getting that uh, product, the photo review, the video review, whatever it is you can for that social proof element. You can display that social proof on the site, usually with their own widgets, but there's another tool called fera.ai, which is F-E-R-A.ai, really cheap and it helps you like A-B test your product detail pages. It's like actually free, I think in some cases. And, um, and, and it allows you to add social proof elements and kind of tweak your pages to figure out what's working for you. Um, I think you need some sort of upsell tool. So whether it's bold upsell or um, there's a Zipify one-click upsell, um, or if you're Shopify Plus, it'd be Order Bump is a great one. Some sort of tool that kind of helps people say, oh, you added this to your cart? Well, this goes really well with that, right? So that you're getting people to bundle and buy more than one product at a time. Um, and then, yeah, the list goes on for what you need. If you need influencer marketing, there, there's a lot of tools. If you're looking for word of mouth or referral marketing, you can look at a viral loops, a refersion, um, a get ambassador are, are other great tools. And then eventually you will need a customer service platform. Um, which is which is a great problem to have and maybe it integrates with your Amazon customer service as well So you might look at a tool like gorgeous Which is a really great help desk for e-commerce or another one is called reamaze Both of those are custom built for Shopify whereas Zendesk which a lot of people probably know as a market leader is actually Not that great for e-commerce specific, especially for Shopify specific So you got to really think about how that tool is built into the Shopify platform because you want all of that customer data being used to kind of like streamline whether it's a segmentation experience or how you talk to your customer or what marketing collateral you want to send them. Do I want to SMS them? Do I want to email them? All of that can only be decided if you have all of that information kind of gathered together. Awesome. Well, that was a lot of value packed into a really short episode. And I actually personally am going to be getting started on Shopify myself soon here and partnering with uh, 
someone with uh, a bunch of really good data and software. I can't really talk about it right now, but I will be using these recommendations myself that you mentioned and see how they work. So this is going to be really interesting. But thank you so much for coming on here and sharing this value. If, uh, if people want any of the resources mentioned, those will be in the show notes, any of the links or anything like that. And if people want to reach out to you online, Derek, where's the best place for them to do that? You could just email me. I give free tech stack consultations. That's part of my jam. So it's D-E-R-R-I-C at e-commerce tech.io. Um, yeah, dot I-O. So my name is spelled funny, D-E-R-R-I-C at e-commerce tech.io. Would be happy to chat with people. I'm sure you can find me on LinkedIn, Twitter, doing my normal nonsense. Or if you happen to be going to an e-commerce event, I'll probably be there. <laughs> Excellent, Derek. Very much appreciate your time on here. And guys, let me know what you think of these shorter episodes. Do you like the shorter episodes? Do you prefer only the longer ones? What do you want to learn on these episodes? I want them to be highly tactical, just about getting a specific result in your online business. So if there's something you guys really want me to find an expert on and bring them, get their amazing knowledge, then let me know. And uh, until next time, Go and kick some ass. For show notes and resources mentioned in this episode, visit KenjiROI.com.